Did perimenopause or menopause catch you off guard? Weird symptoms appearing from nowhere? Wondering who is this person who's inhabiting your body? And most of all, having no one to talk to about it? It happened to me, too. And with all the chaos that it was causing me, I knew I had to figure it out. I dug in, reading often outdated books and searching obscure references on the internet. I learned how our shifting reproductive hormones mess with every cell in our bodies. And as I realized how complete this hormonal disruption was, I became determined to help other women understand and control their own menopause journey. Because menopause matters. And here, we talk about all things menopause. I'm your host, Jean Andrus, and this is Menopause Matters, the podcast. Hey, everybody, this is Sean Andrus, the menopause guru, and this is Menopause Matters, the podcast where we talk all things menopause. And today I have with me Kelly Buckley. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Kelly. Kelly began her life of growth by earning a Bachelor of Science degree from Susquehanna University and continued on to become licensed in the cosmetology industry through Empire Beauty School. Six months into the industry, she became the owner and stylist of an established salon. And to further her own growth in the cosmetology field, she began educating for an international color company where they furthered knowledge of speaking to small groups while delivering extensive knowledge of how to use the products. Adding further growth to her career in the beauty industry, Kelly started her Mary Kay business in skin care and cosmetics and continued on to the top 1% of the company as an independent sales director supporting others in their growth in their career. Most recently, Kelly has added podcast host and creator of the Beautifully Confident podcast to her growth experience. Always look for opportunities to grow in areas you love. And when that opportunity has developed, look for another one. Never stop growing. Kelly, welcome to the show. I am so glad to see you today because I've got such an interest in talking to you about your own topic about Beautifully Confident Podcast. And is there anything else you'd like to tell us about your uh, story and how you got here and what you do? Sure. Thank you so much for having me, Jean. I appreciate it. So you might have heard my theme is growth. Through developing the podcast, it really made me look back on that I have had a theme in my life of growth. And something that was triggered in between that whole story that I really realized I needed to develop myself in being beautifully confident was when I went through a divorce. What I realized when I went through a divorce after less than 10 years of marriage and two fabulous kids, so I truly do believe that things happen for a reason, was I committed myself to, I could not get into another relationship without looking at my part in that and how I needed to grow. And part of what I realized is that I didn't like myself very much and I wasn't looking in the mirror saying, I feel beautifully confident. I feel confident in myself and I like what I see. So I continued on to furthering my own growth of just self-improvement and developing my confidence. Thanks for asking, Sean. 
Oh, that is so, so wonderful. I'm going to ask a little bit of a personal question. Sure. How old were you when you divorced? Oh, gosh. Get rough. I, I am actually <laughs> got married when I was 22. Yep. So um, early 30s. Er, yeah. Early 30s. Okay. So uh, I talk a lot about how we as women in sometime in our perimenopause or menopausal years, we find our relationships changing and morphing. And I've talked about talked with several of my guests about that. I was just wondering if you had fallen into that pattern or whether your divorce was earlier. Sounds like it was earlier in your lifetime. Yeah. So yeah. confidence and being confident in our own beauty and appearance is really tough. I've, I've struggled with it most of my life. And I don't think it was until I really I went fully gray that I ever really loved my hair. <laughs> um, and I've never really been that fond of my nose. <laughs> and I kind of, kind of, I tell people I flunked girl 101, the one that they actually tell you how to do makeup with. Oh, no. <laughs> so confidence has always, for me, confidence has always come from around what I do and how I do it and that sort of thing, rather than just strictly my appearance. But you talk about being beautifully confident. And I think you mean that both in appearance and who you are inside. So talk a little bit about that, because I'm I'm sure I'm not alone in thinking, not being quite so happy when I look in the mirror. Absolutely, Jean. I did grow up in a household that wasn't exactly like spoken, oh, you need to do your makeup and do this. It was kind of understood. And I liked it. I I got up every day. I got ready. So yes, I should have been somebody who looked in the mirror and felt confident about myself because I did do makeup and I did do skincare. But that is what I realized kind of midway, I guess, like, I'm not going to say middle age, because I don't, I don't plan on ending it at 60 ish. But <laughs> <laughs> as I went through my divorce, I, I realized, I, even though I do all of that, I don't look in the mirror and feel beautifully confident. You can do all of those things. And if you don't feel that on the inside, you're not going to feel it on the outside. How true is that? Yeah. yeah. So where do you think that confidence starts when if somebody has, has gone through, either gone through their life and gotten to middle age, feeling confident and then just sort of uh, the weight gain and the dry skin and the hair that's a little bit, you know, brittle or um, gray or not going gracefully gray. Uh, it's a long story, but it was like <laughs> 10 years. Of, now what color should I dye it? <laughs> Until I, I finally, you know, em embraced the gray. And as you can see, I've now just started adding my teal to, for fun. Pretty. Uh, <laughs> but how do you get to that point where you can once again, or for the first time in your life, look in the mirror and say, I like this person. She's a, she's a good person. And I'd like to get to know her. And by the way, she's damn beautiful. Yeah. How do yeah. you get there? 
So I think there's a, I don't even want to say twofold because I think there's a couple folds to that. <laughs> um, because part of it, I do think is how you choose to start your day, which I do think I start my day with affirmations, with um, personal growth type things of mo- motivational reading. So that as I start my day, and now I am adding skincare and makeup, I can feel that what I'm doing is is the best thing for me. Um, but the other part of it is assessing what does all of that look like? So you mentioned about your hair becoming more brittle and your skin becoming drier. So those are the things I feel like we as women need to work on ourselves is 22-year-old me that, you know, maybe put my hair up in a ponytail and threw on a little mascara and called it a day. (laughs) It's not the same thing as as we develop our midlife and, and menopause things going on is reassessing what do what do I need to do for myself that I feel like I'm I'm expressing self care and self love because mm-hmm. part of the self care is reassessing is what you did at twenty two is good for you when you're fifty two. No, no. It's, it's not going to work that way. <laughs> no. <laughs> so some of the things that. I've noticed as I've gotten older, and I'm in my mid-60s now, so it's not like I'm even back where where I was when I was 48 and going through a lot of changes. But I've I've noticed that I have to do eyebrows, whether or uh because they're mostly gone. And well, they're not gone, they're gray. And so yeah. when I sit down on Zoom, just like my hair, which is why actually why I started dying at teal, it just everything just faded into white at the top of my head and I looked bald or something. (laughs) That's exactly what it does is it makes your hair look thin. And then we talk to ourselves about that look. (laughs) Actually, it's not thin at all. It's just white, (laughs) but it would just fade right away and fade into my forehead. And then I get the eye bags and the, the darkness under my eyes. Most of that I'm pretty sure is genetic. I'm pretty sure that I haven't done anything in particular to create that. Thank goodness I live in a day and age where they make that stuff. Yes. (laughs) up those, Those eyes. So what kinds of, you know, I, the other thing, a couple other things I've heard is women over 50 shouldn't wear shiny eye eye shadow or you know the the new metallics and I love them and maybe it's because for so many years in my life I didn't ever wear eyeshadow of any kind uh what do you are there are there really any hard and fast rules I don't know that there's hard and fast rules, but uh, something, a tip I give my clients and, and people that ask is when you look in the mirror, (laughs) (laughs) if something stands out to you that you think, huh, then maybe you need to take it off. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that is part of developing and growing. Are there, are there better things for mature skin? And for skin that is getting crepey or hair that is more brittle, there are. Um, And that's where assessing and looking at 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the same things I was doing at 22, 32, 42, and I'm not feeling the same about what I'm seeing in the mirror. Mm -hmm. It's time to talk to someone about, you know, me, we can't all be experts at everything. Oh, (laughs) believe me, I know. (laughs) Nobody's invited me back to to, uh, makeup 101 or makeup 102. (laughs) But that's why there are, you know, experts in, in different fields. Mm -hmm. Honestly, you know, looking at, I've been reading some of your things about, about menopause, because I'm interested and know how I'm feeling and know that I'm not feeling right. (laughs) (laughs) So then I look towards people who are more expert in that area. So, you know, there are, and that is definitely one of my strengths is helping people look at when you use this skincare or apply this makeup, how does it make you feel when you look at it? If you're looking at it and partway through the day, you think, I look old and tired. Okay, then we need to reassess and pick some different things for you. Or you need that mid-afternoon nap. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's so confidence also has another another component and I know you've talked with some of your podcast guests and we've you and I have had some conversations about confidence is coming from just more of knowing who you are and allowing yourself to be that person. Absolutely. Yeah. So you want to talk a little bit about that? Or are you going to let me talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I would love to. Um, Cause yes, I have, I've talked with a lot of different people and just being in the different arenas and fields that I've been in, I've seen a lot of people Um, And yes, our confidence definitely stems from quite a few different things. And I know for me, it was also boiling down, what wasn't I happy about? What was chipping away at my confidence? And something that it may have been in Morning Miracle. Am I allowed to mention a book? Sure. Absolutely. In fact, you you can recommend a book if you like. I do all the time. (laughs) The Miracle Equation, actually. Okay. I loved the, the miracle morning, but the miracle equation was actually a, more of a, a turning point for me mm-hmm. was really identifying what was chipping away at my confidence and really looking at how did I start my day? Where did it start that I thought that I was looking at myself and feeling myself saying, mm-hmm. Ugh, and realizing part of it was, was weight gain. So then maybe seeing someone who knows more about fitness and nutrition than I do. Because talking about something that's different, as you go through menopause, our hormones are driving how exactly we are gaining weight, number one, and number two, what we need to do to lose weight. So that's one of the things it's funny, because my clients almost always show up on my doorstep with a number of issues that they're going through. But weight is weight certainly runs through almost everyone. And we what I find is that when we get their hormones back in balance, not only do they feel better, but that weight starts being more under their control, even though they've done nothing specifically to lose weight. And it's, it's really incredible. And you're right. Yeah. The weight, I think for me, the weight was the, the first thing that 
hit me in menopause. And it wasn't that my weight had changed or shifted because I had, I was being myself and I, I was all, I was overweight for a number of years well before menopause. So yeah, Hmm. that's a, that's a big one, isn't it? It is, but it was, it was something like I just reading that, like looking at where in, where in your day does your confidence start to diminish mm-hmm. and just starting to acknowledge what is the area that I need to work on for myself that's going to help grow my confidence, which then reflects on us looking in the mirror and saying, I am beautiful. I look great today. Absolutely. And, you know, the other thing, and this is another piece of this uh, puzzle that I put together all the time for the, the women I work with is that often when we hit this age in our lives, this time in our lives, we find ourselves saying, wait a minute, what I wanted when I was 22 or 32 or even 42 isn't what I want now. I'm not, I'm tired of that career that I chose at that time, or I want to take it to the next level or a different level, or I want to veer sideways. Or I just want to turn around and do something totally different. And I call it uh, purpose, passion, and priorities are really, we we Hmm. really need to take a look at that again. And I can see that. I can see what's happened with you and the podcast as being this next step, this next iteration of Kelly. Definitely. It's uh, the podcast definitely brought up a lot of, um, just thoughts of what's next in life. Because mm-hmm. I did, I really did start to realize, I don't know that I made a next step of life. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, we plan for like financially for retirement and we plan for this is what I want to do in my future. But that also chips away at our confidence when we start to look at, and how did I plan for that? <laughs> I honestly, the first slap in my face was when I bought my salon, my idea was 10 years in the cosmetology, cosmetology industry and out. And Mm. after 20, 27 years later, I sold my salon. My goodness. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't make an exit plan. But more recently, I started thinking, gosh, like things keep evolving. and, And I have a, a, downtime in my life that I don't feel confident and I need to do something to to bring it back up so that I can be happy with the person that I am. Yeah. Well, what I see, you know, Kelly, you and I have met while we were both starting our podcasts. And I remember actually, this is because it was a very fast evolution. Our podcast (laughs) school was sort of Let's throw you in the deep end. Oh, and let's throw a few sharks in here too. <laughs> but but it was I, fun. <laughs> it was it was fun. And what I remember thinking about seeing you when I, when you first came into the or when I first came into the class because I was there late, and I said, "Wow, she's going to do a podcast on confidence." And I want to watch this evolution happen in her, in you, because I'm going to say it, say it this way. I saw a person who was still questioning whether you could do this. 
And then by the end of it, (laughs) by the end of it, by the end of, by the week we all launched, I was watching this woman who had just blossomed into this podcast interviewer and totally confident that she could handle the technology and the interviews and everything that went with it. And I, I just want to say that was a marvelous transformation. Oh, thank you, Jean. I think so. The end of my bio that you read was actually something I that I did think about through that was look for your opportunities. And that was my next opportunity was I saw the the podcast school starting. I thought, hmm, what's that all about? Maybe I could learn some, you know, better skills with video and, and audio and let me give it a shot. That's how I started. <laughs> so did you, did you get real close to a couple of those sharks? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, honestly, through the growth process, I just thought, just you know, swimming, huh? Yes, Cammy was leading us, and I just honestly, I trusted the process, which is it's is something I would, do. yeah, is yep. always encourage people that you know, if you find the expert that you want to work with, trust the process oh, of what I, they're recommending. How true is that? And how many of us have set out to do something and always known better than the experts? Probably. I, <laughs> <laughs> so that is, that is a terrific lesson, and it's definitely a lesson that we both learned from this process. So Kelly, tell the listeners where they can find your podcast. If there's any other links that you want to give them, let people know how they can find you. So they can find me through my website, which is uh, www.beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com. I am also on every social media, (laughs) the ones that I mostly pay attention to. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. I am a little bit on TikTok, Um, (laughs) but I am on all of those, all of those social medias. And you can find links to Kelly's work down in the show notes and take a look at that. Go out and connect with Kelly. Listen to her podcast. It's really a good one. We will be right back with my two favorite questions for our guest today, and we'll be there in a minute. Are you running on empty? Do you wake up in the morning feeling like you're done for the day before you even get out of bed? Menopause can do that to you. The changes in menopause echo throughout your body, causing symptoms like depression, anger, GERD, weight gain, insomnia, and fatigue. The symptoms can last for decades. I've helped hundreds of women get better sleep, wake up full of energy that lasts the whole day, and ditch all the other symptoms that were dragging them down. I'd like to offer you a free consultation with me to find out how you can take control of your menopause journey and feel better now. You can schedule your time to talk at menopause.guru slash consult. And we're back with Kelly Buckley. And I want to ask Kelly two questions and she's been prepped. So she knows what she wants to say here. Kelly, your best tip or advice for women going through their menopause journey, anywhere along that line, um, from early early perimenopause all the way through the end of their life, what's your best tip for them? 
Oh my goodness. Breathe. Breathe. <laughs> oh, I love that one. <laughs> Breathe, meditate. <laughs> I call it meditating. My 23 pound cat calls it taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I think I saw that um, on Facebook page the other day. <laughs> Um, but honestly, my best tip is one that I, I live by is establishing a great morning routine, which mm-hmm. includes self-care uh, so that you are are starting your day with, honestly, great skincare so that you're you're looking at yourself and feeling confident about yourself um, and grounded. So uh, part of my morning routine is is working out, is eating a good breakfast, um, and getting myself ready to start the day, not lounging around in my pajamas for half the day. I love that. Now, some of our some of our listeners, uh, especially in earlier perimenopause, need to deal with with getting kids off to school and maybe even getting themselves to a job. Any advice on getting up early or how to how to negotiate that around family and job or? (laughs) Well, I I did spend the majority of my working life uh, running a salon. So yes, I did have to get up early. And um, so I guess my tips around that would be um, watching your diet throughout the day, because I have also found um, when my diet starts to decline is when I don't feel good. So Mm. I'm very focused on drinking all the water I need to. Um, and then still sticking with that, that morning routine, because it's such a catch 22 is when I get out of that morning routine, it's so hard to get back into it. Um, and I honestly, I've, I don't, I've only ever set an alarm when I need to catch a flight. So uh, yeah. So in all of my years of working, I didn't set an alarm to get up. I just got up early just by sticking with that, that, that great routine. Yeah. So I want to, I want to add one little thing to this because um, so many of us have been the person who gets kids up and gets them off to school and deals with the job and everything else. This time of your life, usually our kids are a little older. Sometimes, sometimes we still have little ones in the house. It's a little different if you have little ones, but delegate and expect, expect your, the other people in your house to take their role in this, especially if you have a spouse, if you have a significant other living in in the house with you, expect them to take on some of the responsibility of this. Okay. Now we're on to our second question. Three things (laughs) making you smile today. We're recording Thanksgiving week. So uh, if it happens to be that that, uh, you think of this as sort of your little gratitude list for the day, that's cool too. So we're going to alternate. You go first. Okay. Uh, Well, my first and most obvious for talking about kids, um, (laughs) my whole family is coming for Thanksgiving. So I have my two kids, their significant others, and my parents and my husband's mom and son are all coming for Thanksgiving. So I am extremely grateful to have all of them coming to visit for a few days. You're going to have a crew. 
I, on the other hand, am going to be quite, quite uh, quiet on Thanksgiving, but my husband and I have picked out a great restaurant. Of course, I live in New Orleans, in the New Orleans area where great restaurants are just all over the place. So we've picked out a great restaurant and I'm just grateful that I'm not having to cook a whole huge meal and then worry about what to do with the leftovers <laughs> because there's only two of us. <laughs> and I will be talking well, I to love my to son. Cook. <laughs> I will be talking to my son and my grandchildren uh, on Thanksgiving Day. So that's just absolutely wonderful too. Very okay, nice. you, you're next. Um. Oh gosh, what else am I grateful for? Um. Hmm. Honestly, I am grateful for the opportunity to be able to schedule my own time based on being self-employed and and a podcast host is I do get to schedule my own time and be able to take that time with my family. And then what are you doing with some of that time? Uh, Where were you last a couple of weeks ago? Oh, well, last couple of weeks ago, we were in Sicily. Yeah. So <laughs> we were in Sicily and Rome. So yes, oh. that scheduling of my time allows us to um, take quite a few trips. That's actually our, our third time in Italy in the past year. That's oh, three times in Italy. Oh, I'm, I, I think I'm getting jealous. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to go to my pets for a moment here and, and just, so several years ago, we moved a, a second dog into our house because our older dog needed um, needed companionship. And uh-huh. we happened to get an amazing, fabulous dog who um, came into our lives and our cat just despised her. <laughs> so they would, they would, they spent, I think three, maybe four years hating each other. And recently Mm -hmm. in the mornings, my new morning routine has, has included sitting someplace where the cat can be and she is just loving it. And the, the cool thing is that now the dog wanders in and lays at our feet and they have started almost getting along. She only hisses at her (laughs) the dog once in a while. (laughs) So my pets, third, t- third thing. Hmm. Okay. My third thing. Oh my goodness. Um, hmm. Oh my gosh, Sean. <laughs> I am, I'm thankful, honestly, for just, everything I have going on. I have a few more podcasts, um, interviews coming up, and I am extremely thankful for the people that I'm going to be talking to. Um, You being one of them. So I'm excited (laughs) about that. (laughs) I'm excited too. I can't wait to do that that with you. And um, I think I'm going to say, so it's been interesting. My husband has had a, a major health challenge that's turning into surgery on next a week from today. And I'm just grateful that he feels well enough that we can kind of get some of the chores that need to get done in the house uh-huh. before he's out of commission for six weeks. Oh gosh. Wow. So, and I, 
I am also tremendously grateful that it is um, minor in nature in terms of the surgery that that happens um, and just winds up putting him in a place of rest for for about six weeks. But I'm not um, I'm delighted that it's a one at a time in our lot time in our year that it works out for him and he gets to just rest through from now till christmas yeah what good vibes for speedy recovery for him thank you so much kelly for coming on the podcast and for discussing this topic because i think we all need to know that it's okay um to change but yes. it's also okay to continue feeling that you have a place and a contribution in this world and that it's important for the world to hear your your voice and your contribution. Um, sometimes Thank you I for go, having me. Sometimes I go back to that Dalai Lama comment that the Western woman will change the world. And I truly believe that it's, the Western menopausal woman, even if the Dalai Lama didn't realize what he was really talking about, because it it does open us up to that new passion, purpose, and priorities. Thanks yeah. so much, Kelly. Thank you, Sean. And we're out. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend. Menopause has many annoying symptoms, but not many are worse than the lack of sleep. If you are one of the 90% of women who suffer from menopausal insomnia and or fatigue, I'd love to offer you my free download, Five Tips to Get Better Sleep Tonight. You can get it at menopausematterspodcast.com slash sleep. And let me know which of these tips works best for you.